Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig and Whistle, the world's best rugby pump. And Lean and Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Rugby Odds, starring former WWE champion John Bradshaw Layfield. God's gift to rugby, gift a Bayou of the Gift Time Rugby Network, and featured guest. Thank you. Thank you very much. That is, you're really too kind. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, we have WWE legend John Bradshaw Layfield in the green room, along with Rugby's Gift to Mankind, a.k.a. The King, a.k.a. Gift A. Belu. And while they faff and do absolutely zero in the green room, I do the heavy lifting and we take a brief look back before we look forward and welcome them in. You'd think it was Patriots Day as the red, white, and blue Old Glory DC side went into Quincy, Massachusetts to face the red, white, and blue New England Free Jacks. It doesn't get any more America than that. The depleted DC squad played Inspire Rugby for coach Nate Osborne and staff, however, and had Woodgy wolfing down edibles to calm his nerves. Indeed, Old Glory led at the 36th minute and the 54th minute, stunning the hometown crowd. In the end, though, the Free Jacks do what they usually do. They fought and they clawed for a victory against a now dangerous opponent, DC. New England wins 26-20 and doesn't cover the eight-point spread. You know, America is full of malls, and some of them are cool and some of them suck. But none of them are like the malls that were seen in Harriman, Utah for the Warriors versus the Rattlers. Both teams used rolling malls off the lineouts like they were on sale half price at, well, the mall. And oh, the Utah Warriors weren't fit, they said. The Utah Warriors didn't care, they said. The Utah Warriors could only play 60 minutes, they said. The Utah Warriors won't end their six-game losing streak, they said. The Utah Warriors can't beat an Eastern Conference power, they said. Well, they were wrong. Rugby ATL got smoked in Utah and got denied a bonus point at death when Mikey Teo came off the bench to pick off a pass and unselfishly give it to his teammate for a big try at death. Atlanta does not cover the 10-point spread as Utah wins big, 44-26. The Toronto Arrows welcomed in Rugby New York for a noon brunchtime kickoff in a sun-splashed stadium, pitting Eastern Conference foes and border neighbors against each other. But the Arrows thought the game started at 1 p.m. instead of noon as New York sprinted to a 17-0 lead behind the unflappable and fabulous Ed Fido. Chirana came roaring back to get within a converted try, but then New York poured it on. Brendan O'Connor, Cara Pryor, Dylan Fawcett, and Jason Emery were just relentless, as were the rest of the New York squad, and they decimate. The off-target arrows, 41 to 24. New York covers the two-point spread. 
Back out west, it wasn't the 67% possession advantage that the Houston Sabercats had over the host San Diego Legion, nor was it the presence of Danny Barrett because he was out. In fact, it was a three-point match heading into the final quarter when Patty Ryan got nailed for a yellow card after being on the pitch for just a couple of minutes as a sub. And that, along with a game-ending try from the venerable, honorable Zach Pangelinen, offset another great performance from Ryan Mattias, who did everything from scoring tries on intercepted restarts to moving the scrum half with a taped head. San Diego does not cover as Houston wins this critical Western Conference matchup 34-24, a huge win for the Cats on the road. One thing you don't want to do if you're a wounded jackal is tempt a hungry seawolf. But those wounded Dallas Jackals, those wounded canines, had to go to Starfire Stadium, the imposing home of the Seattle Seawolves, and they quickly silenced the vaunted home crowd by taking a 7-5 lead. But Husky, Oxford man Andrew Durotalo, and shot out of a cannon, Ricky Hodding, countered with tries that had Broccoli Guy weeping with happiness. And it was a Seawolf tri-fest for the rest of the day. And if you had any questions about the changeover in personnel on that snake bit Jackals roster having any impact on their season, all you had to do was watch that final try by Ross Neal, who called for the ball and got it from a beleaguered Jackal. The Seawolves cover the 20 point spread and then some, winning 74 to seven. Finally, you have to feel for Will McGee in what turned out to be an old-school smash-mouth version of rugby. The Los Angeles Giltinis and Austin Gilgronis locked horns in an epic slugfest. With LA again forced to tinker at the fly half position, Harrison Goddard and Austin's number 10 Will McGee would impact the outcome directly both missed relatively easy penalty goals, but after an heroic sequence that lasted nearly four minutes, all Will McGee had to do was convert Austin's try at death to make yours truly look brilliant in picking a tie. But the kick missed, and Los Angeles stood tall, winning 10-2-8. Austin, the road favorites, did not cover the two-point spread. Okay, we got that out of the way. Now let's take a quick break and then bring in JBL and Gift. Need a great price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices on the Mid-Atlantic's largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships. It's easy at Sheehy. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub. The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. And we're back, and it's time to welcome in the guys from the green room. It's John Bradshaw Leif, yes! WWE legend. They're calling him Johnny Spoons these days. And the king, Gift A. Belu, rugby's gift to mankind. Gentlemen. You want, hey, how about you get a wooden bat? How about that, all right? You want a wooden spoon? How about a wooden bat? And I hit this right upside your head. Like, look, this is you. This is me with a bat. Bam, 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 bam. 
Matt goes, ooh, ooh, I'm so woozy. I'm seeing Steve Lewis. I love Steve <laughs> Lewis. Okay, I might be woozy, but it might be from the euphoria of going four and two, as did Gift last weekend. While Johnny Spoons earns the wooden spoon again, going three and After three. After coming off an undefeated Rocky Marciano Mayweather week. <laughs> Not round, not round, weak, okay? I don't want your stupid rugby terms. Right, right. And let's go back in the past when I had a full head of hair. You don't put a roof on an empty barn. You never had hair. You look like a turtle. First one up, a battle in the Eastern Conference, fellas. The Free Jacks, the, the Flapjacks, the Free Jackals, and the T-Sippers, all the same team, welcoming in the Snake Bit. Rattlers, who have on, have lost two in a row, and it's the Free Jacks, John, minus seven. Yep. And guess who I'm going with? Right there. Oh, yeah. That is a brand-new Free Jackal T-Sipper jersey is what that is. I'd put it on, but it's more built for, like, a person of diminutive stature like you, Matt. Not like the king and I. <laughs> Men. So Amen. I'm going to get a little bigger jersey, but I'm telling you right now, Free Jackals, right there. That's how big a fan I am. I did their, their coaches list, and they won. I did the coaches list for Old Glory, and they won. Rumble, young man, rumble. Ah! You're, you're just a whore. What, what is, you're just despicable. Oh, that's not nice. That is not nice. You've crossed the line. Oh, you, how do you look yourself in the mirror? Hey, listen, I'm a rugby fan, okay? What? I support everybody. Now, who do I support the most? Nate Osborne. Okay, Boom. Nate Osborne playing against anybody. I'm for Nate Osborne. All right, gift. While John continues to whore himself out, we still have rugby to talk about. And Atlanta, gift with the Power Life University, Sudidia, New Orleans, Scott Lawrence, all that jazz. They're on a two-game losing streak, which is coming at a bad time. And they're going up into Quincy, where there's a good vibe for the Free Jacks. Well, one, they're not in Life University anymore. They don't have Scott Lawrence anymore. So those powers, non-existent anymore. And it came clear, obviously, this weekend and the weekend before on this West Coast trip that they can't seem to be able to manage it back again, which I'm not going to pretend like I'm not a little bit happy about that. Like, you know, New Orleans has been down and out. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that, with fake New Orleans. I'm not even saying City D. Fake New Orleans trying Ooh. to do the same thing. But in this situation... New England has this weird tendency to play down to their opponents. Yes. And they have this situation where they don't like to cover. But I actually think New England's going to take this one, take the seven points, be able to take over, forget the win, and uh, uh, giving this one to New England because uh, Atlanta, you are down and hurting, and you traveling for the third week in a row. Man, get out of here. It's done. It's done. He insulted. Nate Osborne and Old Glory. I have never insulted Nate Osborne, and you will not put that slander out there ever again. You did by saying that New England plays down to the competition, whereas maybe they were forced by a good team from the nation's capital this week to play a tough match, which they didn't anticipate. Don't How about that? Who, who said I was talking about their game last week? Oh. I'm talking about every other game they've had previously. Oh. The history says it. Nate Osborne stepped up to the plate and showed him, hey, He's about to be the next best championship coach next year. All right. I, I, you could you could parse words. You can, you know, do your little revisionist history thing all you want, your little tap dance around the accusation. Accusation. Go ahead. Accusation. One of those A's. But the real see, 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 this this is how you know a liar lies. They can't even get their words right because he knows I would never slander Nate. Never trying to put people out there. See, expect that from a Buffalo man.
Oh, oh. <laughs> Jersey on Jersey, we're going here. Oh, how dare you? Garden State Brothers, and here, here you are. But I'm going to go with New England, minus the seven, and I'm going to tell you why. Because Atlanta started uh, Eamon Matthews last week at Scrum Half, and because his father didn't own up on the promise to swim from Jersey City to New York City if Eamon got in a, in a game earlier in the season, that's why Atlanta lost, and that's why they're going on this losing streak. Terry Matthews of Hudson Catholic, Jersey City. This one's on you. Next one up, Toronto hosting Dallas, and it's minus 30, John, after Toronto got their butts whipped by New York in their stadium in Canada. Poor Dallas. I mean, they, not only do they have a, a bad team this year, unfortunately, they had everything go wrong that you could possibly go wrong with talent and acquisitions and things like that. Sickness, injury, you name it, they've had it go wrong. But they're getting teams after they've been beat. So every team they're playing is mad and wants to kill somebody, and they're next. Unfortunately, they're next again. So they're going up to the frozen tundra of Toronto. And unfortunately, they're going to be on the wrong end of a butt whooping. Toronto going to roll them boys. All right. So I guess they moved Green Bay to Toronto, Gift. Uh, Look, Frozen Tundra, do you think that's only in Green Bay? Frozen Tundras. They have it. Frozen Tundras. Dummy. Boom. Gift, I know you hate Canada. You despise Toronto. You want us to take them over. Dallas has the greatest redemption story for 2023. All right. No coach. Lost players, terrible season, just opening up. This is how you set yourself up properly. And you need to keep doing that so the story is really, really, really devastating. So you have a really great comeback up. Toronto is going to have its first chance to try and take out a, a, a real American city. Um, you know, and, and they can actually feel like they actually have a one up. And, uh, you know, everybody gets one. Well said, Kane. Well said. Thank you, Hall of Famer. Are you laying the 30 points? I'm laying to 30 points. This is not going to be a close game. I think even Toronto can't blow this one. And you know what? Texas is the state that the MLR can show, demonstrate Austin and Houston where the teams can turn around in short order. NOLA. This is another one that John is going to have a hard time picking. NOLA hosting Old Glory, and it's NALA. NALA minus four, John. Minus four, New Orleans. So as a true professional gambler, I want to do a little research on this. So I called the whoop-ass factory, and the guy answered the phone said, hello, this is the whoop-ass factory. And I said, hi, this is JBL. It's hi, JBL. This is the whoop-ass factory. And I said, hey, you, how much whoop-ass do you got? They go, we got every can is off the shelf. And I said, who bought it? They go, Nate Osborne. <laughs> Nate Osborne is going down to the gold mine with a whole factory of whoop-ass cans, and he's going to open them. He's going to take both his ankles because he's going to kick so much ass. Nate Osborne is returning to Nala, the conquering hero. Whoa. Or villain gift. Ah, ah, I don't like this pick at all. This, I don't like this matchup at all. This this hurts in too many different ways, you know? It's New Orleans. Uh, now, hold on. Keep in, mind, keep in mind, Old Glory's without threatening Palamo for the rest of the year. Fondana yeah, Schultz yeah. came back after that red card, and what did he do? He got a 10-game suspension for another infraction. Like I said, New Orleans is my team. Nate's my guy. This is, this is, this is, this is worse than uh, Toronto or Atlanta winning a championship for me. Like, so it's, it's is, Sophie's choice for you. There are so many things you don't understand. It, this really is, but look, you know, this is going to be a game of coaching. Uh, oh God, 
Yeah, forgive me. And Kane Thompson did get a two-year extension, so those players know now that they have to play for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And but you know what? Look, man, there's nothing. There's nothing like petty Aussie. There's nothing like petty Aussie rage. Nate, Nate's not going to let this one go. Petty Aussie rage for two hundred, Alex. Petty Aussie rage. Look, Nate, Old Glory is going to cover. I, I don't know who's gonna win, but Old Glory is gonna, Old Glory is gonna, gonna cover. Just, uh, just, just oh, everybody wow. wins, right. everybody loses for me in this. All one. right, he's picking against New Orleans, where he is from, other than New Jersey. I'm All gonna I'm take picking is against the spread, not picking against New Orleans. See again, once again, the lies, okay. the lies. I'm just picking against the spread. Fiction the over spread. fact. <laughs> fiction over fact. That's all I'm doing. I've. You brought it up on this show the first time, fiction over fact, so I'm doing it. And I'm going with Old Glory, D.C., at least covering the spread. And it's got nothing to do with the really happy moments that I have in my lifetime driving my Sheehy Auto Stores Volkswagen Taos 2022, courtesy of Paul Sheehy, co-owner, along with Chris Dunlavey of Old Glory. The Hughes, Houston versus Utah, and it's the home team, Sabercats, minus five. Which of the Hughes... We'll win this one, John. Right after I called the whoop-ass factory, I called the action figure factory. And I said, hey, have you got a JBL action figure? They go, yeah, here you go. And I said, look, that looks just like me. I said, Let's so awesome. go. And I, said, and I said, well, hey, you have a, a Matt McCarthy action figure. And they sent me this. Look. <laughs> I've been sitting here all day. I've been sticking my sword in it like this. Like, so, so. <laughs> you know what? That's the last straw. John, after you're done f***ing around with the effigy of me, F you and make the pick. You can't use language like that. That is atrocious. I need to go get my Listerine. That's what I need to do. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take my jar of money and go get some Listerine to wash your mouth out. So here's what I'm going to do also. I'm going with the great state of Texas. Houston, I did not think they would win last week. They surprised me. They played incredibly well. And they have played better and better as the season has gone along. I think they beat the Mountain Boys, even though the Mountain Boys played well last week, down in the great state of Texas. Oh, okay. All right. He's finally picking a Texas team after picking against them all year long, Gift. How do you you look at it? You like the Mountain people? Swimming down. I got to give them credit. They came strong. They actually finally uh, decided to, to step up the game. Great. Perfect. Come back down to terms as they come back down into these hot, swampy areas known as Houston, because Houston is going to continue their domination. And I'm taking Houston over Utah. Houston over Utah. And I'm going to lay the five points. And I think. Heineken Meyer has that team firing on all cylinders. The spring, former Springbok coach. They're a good, well-coached organization. New York, this is a big one. Intercoastal conference matchup between New York and Seattle. Seawolves coming off vanquishing the Dallas Jackals. And it's minus four New York in Hoboken, John. Both teams looked awesome last week. Uh, Seattle is just a well-coached, well-oiled rugby team. And New York is playing incredibly well. What they did in Toronto, they dismantled them. I mean, that was a really, that was a showcase of good rugby. I've, I think, though, with the travel, it's a long way to travel over from Seattle to Hoboken. And hopefully you're not there, Matt, so that they don't get this disappointed with people that they run into. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm going with New York to win this game. Well, Gift, as is the case with this show, what I like to do is let John pick and then give out intel that might influence your pick. New York will have 
not one, not two, but three All Blacks that have won a World Cup potentially in this lineup in Andy Ellis, Waisaki Naholo, and Milner Scudder, just so you know. Good to know. Wouldn't have even put it into consideration because I don't even think it really matters. I think any team that plays Dallas typically has a massive letdown the week after because everybody looks good against Dallas right now. I mean, you're beating a hurt pig at this moment. Uh, plus, I don't really trust Seattle. I haven't trusted them all season. And this is a week that they have to maintain their positioning where Houston, who I already said will make it, will probably jump them in this situation, knocking Seattle out of the playoffs. New York wants to maintain that number two position. I give this one to New York for actually maybe since they increased the field, finally playing fully well in Hoboken the way it should be. I'd like you to also note that I've also picked against New Orleans on multiple occasions. I'd like to see if you're going to actually pick against New York at one point. Well, good call. Good call, King. Good call. Good call. Good call. But would it be warranted for me to pick against New York here where you, you two just picked? It's warranted for you to pick against New York. You, you picked, love you, Stephen you two Lewis. Picked you New York. Stephen Lewis. You live in his hindquarters. Whatever follows from here forward is a complete waste of time. You want to change things up a little bit? I'm going to pick Seattle this week. I am picking Seattle this week against New York to lose. Seattle will lose this match by more than four points. Next one, San Diego versus Los Angeles. Los Angeles coming off a tough match against the Gilgronis in the Gil Twins battle. They won 10-8 as Will McGee is hiding his head in Texas right now. But Los Angeles on the road as favorites, minus seven at the sports deck in San Diego, John. I don't care if they're playing on the moon. This is not enough points. The Giltinis are the best team. Well, they could have ended up in a tie this past week. You got the Giltinis and Gogronis, I think by far the best two teams. San Diego really did not do itself well last week. It was very disappointing that San Diego didn't step up and play better. I think this week, I don't care how they play, the Giltinis are going to win this game by more than seven. Yep, I know that you can't stand either one of these cities. How are you picking this one? I mean, tell me the last time San Diego beat L.A. Tell me. It doesn't happen. The point is, San Diego has been sunned by L.A. each and every time. Sunned? It's already bad. Sunned. That is, San Diego calls L.A. daddy, all right? At least Austin, little brothers that gets little brothers. This is straight sun. California is run by L.A. No L.A., no California team has beat L.A. None, zero, zilch, and it's going to continue. Seven points. L.A. refuses to allow California to do anything else except for let them be on top. So L.A. with the seven, continuing, because even still, San Diego would underwhelm anyways. Who's your daddy? Is that a rhetorical question? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you guys got me pumped up for this match. I, I, I'm all excited. I don't, I'm torn. I don't know what to do. I think L.A., after this match is over, John, you're going to say, they out physical them. I think that's what you're going to say after this match. So I think L.A. up front is going to out physical them in this match. I'm laying the seven with the Giltinis. Is it really on the road? It's like, isn't it like three hours south of L.A.? Okay. All right. Yeah. Good point. Good point. It's a suburb of L.A. It's a suburb of L.A. All right. They're basically at home. Okay. Taking a quick break and we're coming back with final thoughts after this been blind since I was four and I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label none of that stuff influences me I drink beer because of the taste and my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon 
it has a taste and the flavor. What do you think is on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. Guys, I can't believe this show is over already. We're at the point where we got to get final thoughts. John, what do you got? I got a heck of a matchup with New York and Seattle. I think New York is stepping into the upper echelon of rugby teams. We wondered how good they are. They're starting to show they're one of the best teams in the league. I don't know if they can fit with the Gilt Twins, but I think this game with Seattle is a big barometer. I think it's going to do quite well this week. It's going to be a good game of rugby. Yo, New Orleans versus Old Glory. This, this is going to actually be the game of the week. Watch. Watch, because there's nothing but petty animosity from every side that's on this, as well as, you know, player love and the other, but it's pure animosity. This is the time where the most fans need to pick up and go do their thing and watch it in the stadium. All right. The gold mine definitely should be hopping on this one because very rarely do you get a such a personal game. This is almost this is better than New Orleans versus Atlanta. This is a personal match. So look for that I, again. Don't, don't, I want everybody to win on that one. This don't and I don't know if you know this, Matt, but I, I got a jersey this week. <laughs> Where'd you get that, John? Oh, the free jack I sent it to me, the t sippers They sent it to me because I'm, 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 they're like really good guys. We're friends. We're friends with all of them. And they send me this, this shirt. I know every one of them. Well, well isn't it, it's a little insulting that you're not wearing it. They send you 11 and one. Well, the shirt is like a 2X, but it's a game jersey because it's supposed to be too tight. And we've already gone over this. <laughs> 55-year-old guys don't wear tight stuff. <laughs> All right. Okay. All good stuff, guys. I don't have any final thoughts. You know why? Because you two have once again sucked the life out of me. You didn't have an original thought. You didn't have a thought in the middle of the show. You don't have a thought. That's why Gift should host. All hail King Ebalu. On that All note. All hail King Ebalu. On that note, He's I want to thank famer. John Bradshaw, Layfield, the WWE legend, and... King Gift A. Baylu, Rugby's Gift to Mankind. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. Please check out our other shows, including the College Rugby Wrap-Up and MLR Weekly. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Tell your friends about us. Sign up for that weekly newsletter. And please, please, please join our American Red Cross blood donor team. Woo!